We're all on a journey of learning. During my time at Stone Creek Coffee, I've been blessed to have my journey intersect with really some incredible people. And those people have made Stone Creek what it is today. In fact, one thing we say on a regular basis is that the company does nothing. What happens here is the byproduct of many individuals who have chosen to work together under a set of commitments. Coffee is at our core, and we call ourselves, as an amalgam, Stone Creek Coffee. This is a podcast about learning, and it is what it is. We have some really exciting stuff ahead in our 2020 calendar year at Stone Creek Coffee. It's fun to begin the new decade and have uh, nothing but potential in front of us. Of course, there's going to be some uh, hurdles, some difficult things, stuff we never expect to have to face. But there's also um, all the potential new things and opportunities that lay ahead that just energize us and get us jazzed about what's coming. So things we anticipate, of course, new podcast episodes. So glad to be bringing this back. Uh, Exciting public events with coffee producers. We've got some of our partners coming to Milwaukee here in the next few months. New products and packaging are on the horizon for us. And of course, plenty of sweet, clean and juicy farm to cup coffees headed your way in 2020. In the next few weeks on the podcast, we'll have some interviews with the coffee producers that'll be here doing some events with us. We'll talk about the journey we're on as a company to become B Corporation uh, certified or B Corp certified. We will become a B Corporation and uh, we'll explain why that's important to us as we look at the future for Stone Creek. Today we're going to kick things off for 2020 podcast episodes uh, with the first in a series of podcasts with a variety of Stone Creek Coffee team members. Uh, we really just want to highlight some of the people that we have working here and what they do and get their perspective on, on their jobs, uh, at, on the company, and, and what we're doing uh, as a whole unit. So my name is Drew Pond. If you've listened to this podcast, you probably heard my voice, uh, my name before. Won't bore you with that. Um, But with me today, I have Amy Felton, who is our Director of Customer Care, which is uh, code for wholesale, right? Wholesale. All right. Amy, welcome to our show. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. (laughs) Hopefully I'm entertaining enough for this. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's not going to take too much to be more entertaining than I would have (laughs) been flying solo on this. Um, so we're just going to talk a little bit about Amy's story, and then we'll get into um, what she does here at Stone Creek. Um, so Amy, kick us off with your the start of your coffee journey. At Stone Creek, we say that we are coffee geeks. That's part of our identity. I, I assume you're a coffee geek. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. I met you in a <laughs> coffee shop. That's where we did your interview, so I'm not really worried about that. But go back and, and tell us how you first fell in love with coffee. Yeah, so my story starts back when I was 16. I got my first job at Starbucks. Um, Loved Frappuccinos. That was how I got into coffee, and really it just kind of evolved from there. Um, Which which Frappuccino? I was caramel. Oh, I was caramel all the way. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Mocha didn't do it. They did have one, though. It was like a chocolate chip. (laughs) Like it actually had chunks of chocolate in it. I could get on board with that. When you make them for yourself and you add all the caramel on the bottom of the cup, too, that (coughs) was the best. So it's like a a prize at the end of a prize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that was was the beginning of my journey. And then 
Um, as I evolved in my career at Starbucks and just got to learn more about coffee in general, then I started drinking black coffee and teaching my family about it and um, just got to learn more about origins and have always been interested in coffee. How did you go about that that learning journey? You know, at Stone Creek, we've got all the classes, but you mentioned like getting into black coffee and then um, trying to segment in your mind, this one tastes like that, and I know this origin, I mm-hmm. like that one, or like, how did you just go through that learning process? Yeah, there's a couple ways. Um, I actually progressed in my career there, so I became a supervisor. Um, so there was some extra training that came with that through Starbucks. And then I was really blessed with some awesome managers, too, who just shared their knowledge and continue to help me grow. So you're into coffee, you're at Starbucks, you're teaching your family. Like, did you have any progression in your coffee knowledge after that that you can point to? Yeah, I, so I took a little bit of a break from the coffee industry, I guess, once I started school. Um, I took a different role, less hours, but... I kind of really launched into specialty coffee when I moved to Milwaukee. Um, I grew up in the suburbs, but once I moved to Milwaukee, there's just a plethora of different coffee shops to learn from. So that's more when specialty coffee became my jam. Sweet. What what was your digs? And it's okay to say if it wasn't Stone Creek, <laughs> we forgive you. Yeah, well, I lived really close to Colectivo in River West, so yeah. that was I would walk there, work from there primarily. Yeah, and we weren't even on the east side at that time. No, yeah. So let's rewind then. Thanks for sharing your coffee coffee geek development. But let's go back to your, your teens, like your formative years, and trying to decide, how do I want to spend my life? Because now you're spending it. <laughs> it's already partially spent. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but go back to the, the early days, and what does baby Amy want to do with her life? Yeah, so baby Amy wanted to be a nurse. I always was interested in helping people. So I thought that would be the best way to do it. Um, And kind of my journey then took me into Alverno and I went more into a business degree and got my marketing management degree. So completely different path that I went on. So what was the big shift though? So you go to Alverno to study nursing and then you don't. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Uh, Pretty much all it was was just working. I worked while I went to school full-time. So full-time school, full-time work had to put myself through it and so really it was the easiest way to kind of do both and support myself marketing you said marketing management yep marketing management i was a management undergrad degree and it was okay i enjoyed my marketing (laughs) classes more than my management classes so was it marketing and management or marketing management it was both some of the classes were geared more towards management so like you had your marketing world and then you had some like interesting enough the the world that we're in right now which is budgeting and accounting mm. kind of classes too so some of those things were the, the management portion got it got it and so um what did you like about it and what, like what what kept you in that you said i guess i'm you know i'm good with this yeah so I liked the marketing classes. I actually liked the finance and statistics classes I had to take. I didn't really like the management classes, but why'd you stick it out with the business path? Well, so part of it was my teachers and just the industries that they worked in and the journeys that they took. But another part of it was just the way that Alverno worked. So everything that we did was a project, like something that you could apply to real life. And so one of the projects I did was really cool, and you had to figure out where you would put another Disney World. And so, like, Mm. just those real-life applications I really enjoyed, and those were the kind of projects that just kept me thinking, getting my gears going, and just keeping me on that track. 
and Alverno is a recent partner of ours. We've worked with them a few times over the years, and so uh, currently partnering with them, right? Yeah, yep. Awesome. Good to be back. <laughs> Graduation. It's a scary time, interesting time for many collegiates. What now? Where'd you go when you finished school? So while I was in school, I was actually working for a nonprofit organization that worked with individuals with disabilities. Um, so I kept that up for a little bit after I graduated. And then I moved, like I said, I was in Milwaukee. So I was working as an internet marketing consultant for a company called Minix Downtown. Had a short stint in wealth management. And then I moved to QuadMed, um, where I was prior to coming to Stone Creek. And I've been at Stone Creek now a year and a half. That was like four steps. You just I know like how much <laughs> how much time did you just cover in like thirty seconds? That uh, was about seven years. Okay, so we got to rewind. Okay, right. so the first job. First job. Yeah. Okay, you want me to stick how with did that? You, why'd you get it? Like, how did you decide? Okay, I guess I'll take oh, that. That is not a remarkable story. <laughs> Sometimes that's better. The first job. <laughs> My friend got me a job there. <laughs> the first job I ever got was renting cars for Enterprise Rent-A-Car as a management oh trainee. I did it for a year right out of school. Before I went to grad school, got married, you know, my spring break of my senior year. And so I was like, I got to get a job. Um, <laughs> and that was the first place to give me an offer. And so I was like, okay, I guess that's enough money. Um, yeah. I'll do that, I guess. Yeah. Well, so I had a friend, um, still a friend. I actually do some marketing on the side for him for his business now. But he had worked at this um company called Pantheon Industries, and they were looking to start a marketing department. So he automatically thought of me because of the degree I was going for, um, got me an interview, and actually they ended up liking me so much that they chose two of us because they couldn't pick mm. between two of us. So another girl and I got to start the whole marketing department for that company. And how did you feel about that experience? Like, yeah, sweet. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Or you just start Googling stuff. How to run a marketing <laughs> department. It was a little bit of both. Uh, understanding the industry was probably the first hurdle to get over because it's so different from anything that either myself or my friend had done. And so what kind of marketing tactics were in play? Like at Stone Creek, we don't do a lot of like print marketing. Mm -hmm. we, we, like we do zero paid promotion, like TV, print. We don't do it. Like we have our retail locations and then we try and do some uh, networking either through our wholesale partners or um, other community partners like Radio Milwaukee. We do do some promotion with Radio Milwaukee, but that's nonprofit underwriting. That's not like commercial promotion. Mm -hmm. um, so what kind of uh, marketing were you particularly involved in? Yeah, so the... The company itself worked with, like I mentioned, um, individuals with disabilities, and what we did was work to get jobs from the community into this workplace so that they had different tasks that they could do on a daily basis. So a lot of the marketing that we did was business to business, so it was more going out into the community, some print material. Um, we came up with like a fundraising program using candles that they actually could make and then sell, um, so different things. And then what drove you to move on? From, I mean, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Like, what you're doing sounds interesting. Really, like, out of school, trying to solve marketing problems, trying to generate business. What made you move on? Um, honestly, nonprofit was really hard to move on, like, move up and move on. Mm. It was pretty much where I was I was going to stay. Mm. So I just had to keep making a path for myself. 
And so what did you do when it came, when you felt like, okay, now it's time for me to move on? How'd you go about that process to pick the next gig? <laughs> so then my cousin came to me and she was working at a marketing firm downtown and they were looking for an internet marketing consultant. So I ended up interviewing and getting that position. Then I went to uh, Annex Wealth Management. I was there only about a year as well. Started their whole marketing department for them, um, which also had its challenges because it was wealth management and they didn't know my world and I didn't know their world. So I think we left with a mutual respect for each other, but. (laughs) Then quad. Yes, yeah. So So you go from Annex to quad. How'd you get the job of quad? Huge corporate. Yeah, so... So your friend came to you, and they offered you a position. <laughs> Actually, the, the way I got to Annex was through my aunt. So, yeah, it was a, it was a connection. But um, when I went to Quad, I actually was just looking for a bigger corporation that was more established where I thought, I, you know, I could learn a little bit more from leaders in the industry. Mm. Um, so I found the job at Quad Med, interviewed for it a couple times. And actually, on my last interview, the person who ended up being my boss said, hey, is your uncle Dan Felton? And I was like, oh, no, do I admit to this? <laughs> like, this yes, he good, is. This could be bad. Yeah, exactly. But she, he was the manager that hired her. Mm. So we made that mm. connection, and maybe that's why I got the job. I don't know. It sounds bad to say it's not what you know, it's who you know. But what you know is who you know. Like, the world runs on connections. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Like, the importance of collaboration. Like, building your network opens you up to opportunities because people either have trust built up with your network that, like, corresponds or transcends to trust with you or because of your network um, or your affiliations there are often skills associated with that that takes their risk down in hiring because they know people associated with this generally perform in this way or have these skills etc etc so certainly um, having connections uh, can be really helpful certainly building your network can be really really helpful when it comes to building your career through all that, so that's college and three jobs, four jobs. <laughs> yeah. So, what got you out of bed in the morning? And I don't mean coffee, because obviously that's the answer. <laughs> I mean like motivation. One of the things we studied in management school that I'd say was probably not the most useful in the method we studied was how to motivate your employees. My belief now is you don't motivate your employees, you hire motivated employees. So you're a motivated person, Amy, why? Yeah. What motivates you? That's a good question. I think looking back at all of those jobs, the different reasons why I got out of bed or the things that motivated me changed. Definitely when I was at Quad, I woke up with the goal of getting to work as soon as possible because I worked in Sussex and lived in Milwaukee <laughs> and traffic was terrible. So, so motivation was My motivation beat was beat traffic. But besides that, I think like looking at where I'm at in my life right now, I have a goal of running a half marathon in every state. Um, and I'm working through that goal and primarily doing that with a new running coach. Every day I've been getting out and going through my plan and working on this commitment that I made to myself. And that's my motivation now. How does that tie into your work? The commitments that I make to myself and the commitments that I make at work are very like near and dear to my heart. Being at Stone Creek, I know like when I interviewed with you, um, we kind of talked about my position here and where I saw myself. And I look at Stone Creek as a long-term career and somewhere I want to be for a while. So it's that commitment that you make to yourself, to your work, to you know the company you're working for and all the people here that 
that's where I think the correlation lies. Like, I've only got so much time. I want to do something meaningful, so I'm going to set these goals in front of myself. Yeah. And I'm going to commit myself to them. Right. So let's go back to pre-Stone Creek here. You're at Quad, or you're wrapping up at Quad. Why were you interested in Stone Creek? Because... Like, I, I remember our first meeting. I remember getting your application, chatting with the director of wholesale at the time. Whenever somebody wants to join a small local coffee roasting company, the, the question is, well, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially coming from Quad, which is a much larger organization. And I don't want to downsell, like, hey, this is a pretty cool thing that we get to do, roasting coffee and serving the many, many customers we get to serve. But it generally involves some kind of life change or change in perspective, what would bring somebody to us from a more traditional corporate environment. Yeah, definitely. It was a huge shift, um, and I'm still learning a lot. But what really made the change for me is I started thinking long-term. And I think I wrote this in my cover letter even, but uh, my boyfriend and I have this goal to move to Nelson, British Columbia, very specifically, and I would love to open a coffee shop there. I've looked, they have roasters in town, but that's just a dream that I had. And so how can I get closer to this dream that I have? Well, Stone Creek Coffee was the answer. Why Nelson? What is Nelson? It's a beautiful town. It's like in a valley, there's a river that runs through it, and it's in the mountains. It's just, it's gorgeous. Was that's pretty much all we know about it, though. Like, how did you arrive at that? Like, yeah. was it a trip? I mean, you travel a lot. Um, like, yeah. were you there on a trip and you're just, I have to be here? Or? Yeah, we were. So we went to Banff, um, and right out, like an hour outside of Calgary. And that's when I just fell in love with Canada. Mm. So coming into Stone Creek, then, um, what did you expect? Small coffee roasting company. You meet with this, at the time, 27-year-old dude at a <laughs> cafe on the east side and yeah you know what's funny is I like I don't even know if I told you this story but I was prepping for my interview at Stone Creek on Downer and you were there and Eric was there and Marshall was there oh get out I know like now that I'm telling you this you're probably like okay this is creepy but not nah, um <laughs> so like you were sitting there with your family and Eric was there and walked up and then Marshall walked up and I saw the three of you interacting and obviously I knew who you were because I was researching the company and I was just like, wow, they're really tight. Like, you could tell that there was just this closeness between the three of you mm. and your families knew each other and there was kids involved. And, like, it was just really cool sitting there interviewing, thinking, like, this could become an extension of a family for me. So the tight, like, that tightness is, I guess, kind of what continued my interest in Stone Creek. Um, and it hasn't failed me. Yeah, I was going to say, how did reality measure up to your expectations? Yeah, I mean, and that's like, I guess, small company things and expectations. You never really know what you're getting into. And definitely one thing that I've learned is you wear multiple hats here. And everybody does, though. And we all jump in to help out. Um, and you just get to know people on such a personal level because we're so close. And there's a few of us in the office. And every day we just make it fun. I'd say Have over the do. last three weeks, we've been particularly slap happy. Uh, <laughs> happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's cold outside, so we get a little punchy, but in a good way, in a fun way. Just like songs come to my head through conversation, and then next thing you know, we're all singing Roxanne. <laughs> and a, a new uh, cafe coach is dancing. Yeah, yeah. 
what challenges have you faced coming to Stone Creek, growing in your role? So you came in as account manager. Now you're the the leader for our wholesale team. Like, what have been some of the more profound challenges about doing what you do at a company our size? Yeah, um, I mean, initially, like I kind of mentioned already, the wearing multiple hats thing can be a challenge at times. Um, just learning kind of like what lane I need to stay in or where I can help grow. Something I'm still learning, I would say. Um, but other than that, I mean, challenges haven't really come up. Like everything that we've faced, we all do together. Well, I would say challenges have come up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not that they like, weren't surmountable or, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's like every day there's another one. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like little fires that we just have to fight. But then when bigger things come up, it's like we all rally around mm. it. So I don't ever feel like there's a big challenge because I don't have to do it alone. In a company like ours, uh, you really have to bring like a team sort of disposition. Like you're not gonna make it work uh, as a small coffee roasting company if you plan to like throw somebody to the wolves if they get in a little bit of like, <laughs> hey, I don't know what I'm gonna do here. It's like, okay, let's figure it out. Um, which <clears throat> that to me is a lot of fun. It gets exhausting because there's a lot of stuff to figure out, but it's certainly a necessary component of running a company like ours. All right, we're gonna move on to a little bit I'm gonna call fire drill. And it's an idea that I stole from David Faraday. Do you know who David Faraday is? No, I don't. Okay, he's a, he's a golf commentator and he's oh. awesome. Um, so I'm just gonna throw a bunch of questions at you um, in relatively short order. And you just have to give me your gut reaction. The first, okay. Uh, favorite place you ever been? Zion National Park. Last time you got lost? Oh, man, San Antonio, Texas. What happened? I just kept turning in circles. That town is so confusing. Favorite cocktail? <coughs> Finks has a drink called Uncle Buck. It's a bourbon drink. Mm. Biggest mistake? Buying a new car because oh. I totaled it within three months. Oh, <laughs> man. Always buy used. What was the make and model? It was a Toyota Camry. What year? 2017. Well, they haven't updated their like body style dramatically, so it was really boxy. But yeah, within three months, totaled. That is a bummer. And that was actually the second accident I was in in it. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you should probably stop driving. I got a used car, cracked the the front fender right away, and now it's duct taped. Still cool. running. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Chicago or New York? New York. Beach or mountain? Mountain. Latte or straight espresso? Ooh, latte. All right, that's it, and uh, you win nothing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, so let's go back. You talked a little bit about, um, you know, what got you out of bed in the morning. You talked about your dream uh, starting, you know, a coffee shop in... Nelson. Nelson, this place I never heard of, which I'll apparently is pictures. amazing. <laughs> so is there anything that you would add to that in terms of, hey, when I get to the end, a little morbid to think about, but when I get to the end... What are things I would have wanted to accomplish or do or experience? Yeah. The biggest thing that comes to mind for me is travel. Like you mentioned, I travel a lot, and I do, and it's intentional because there's just so much to see in this world, and it's so beautiful. Um, so I would say continuing traveling, definitely moving out of Wisconsin, just getting out of my comfort zone of being here, um, continuing to take care of my family. Cool. Love watching my niece and nephew growing up. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
So let's get back to a few Stone Creek items before we wrap up here for the day. Um, take us through a day in the life of Amy at Stone Creek. You're, you're leading our wholesale business now. What does that look like to come in and um, lead the efforts to grow a Stone Creek Coffee wholesale business? Yeah, I, every day is totally different depending on the needs of my customers. Um, I have a lot of great partners that I work with and I reach out to them on a daily basis. So that's one thing that I'm doing besides you know just taking care of any needs that are coming in for them. Um, working with my team to try and see how we can strategize things for them. Um, right now there's a focus on the wholesale business, so working closely with Eric on the growth of this side of the business and um, using my perspective as an outsider, kind of, to, to figure out how we can help grow. So you reach out to your customers, uh, you do basic account management stuff. How's it going? What can we do for you? We're working on these products, et cetera. What, is, what do you find customers need in this business? So what do you find yourself like, hey, when I help a customer, when I, when I do account support, when I work to grow uh, our relationship with a particular customer, what does that entail? I would say biggest thing that our customers ask for is classes and training. I think they really look to us for our expertise. Um, so that's probably the biggest ask that I get from customers that takes a lot of manpower um, across departments to really get that sorted out. But other than that, like the day to day is kind of getting their orders right, making sure they're placed on time and delivered. Um, Which yeah. can sometimes be uh, an lot. adventure <laughs> in, in and of itself. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah, as Amy said, we're working as an organization to really grow our wholesale business. <coughs> <coughs> we broke our efforts over the next three years really into nine uh, initiatives or focuses as a company. And a, a primary one is the growth of our wholesale business. We feel that's really important to the sustainability of our operation over the next 25 years of, of Stone Creek. So Amy's work as the team leader for customer care working uh, closely right now with, with Eric, uh, our founder, um, they focus on that together, whereas I've uh, taken a particular focus on the wholesale business currently, um, trying to get us where we need to go. All right, what's the funniest thing that ever happened to you at Stone Creek? I don't know that there's been like one really funny thing. Maybe something that'd be funny to me, but not to anyone else. Doesn't matter. What so, did you think was the funniest thing? Well, like, the first thing that came to mind was when I started here, um, Jasmine, co-worker of mine, she's another account manager here, um, was talking about these tickets that she had to go see Sam Smith, and she had nobody that she knew who was interested in seeing him. And I was like, hey, I just met you five days ago, and I'm a total stranger, but let's get in a car and drive to Chicago and go see Sam Smith. And I actually said to her, like, this is a situation where my mom would say, don't get in a car with a stranger, right? So... Like, that stands out as really funny to me, and now that trip just completely made us 100% closer because we got to know each other in a really short period of time. Yeah, you made it sound like you just met Jasmine, like, in the back alley or something. Like, it was like... <laughs> hey, I got some Sam Smith four, tickets. You want to go? Yeah, like let's do four it. four days after starting here, so... But she worked here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. It was one way to start a, a work friendship with someone. <laughs> And I'm sure that was an entertaining car ride. It sure was. So what yeah. time did you guys get home, or did you spend the night in Chicago? Oh, no. we. So it was her birthday, so we mm. celebrated that. Um, had a lot of, yeah, really funny and interesting conversations in the car. Drove back that night. I think we probably got home at, like, 2.30 in the morning. 
And then we came wow. to work the next day. <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> so you had mentioned, you know, goals, Canada, but you'd seen Stone Creek as, you know, a longer term career. And of course you play a pivotal role in the organization right now. Um, but why, like, why did you decide after coming here, staying here that, yeah, like, I'm, this is where I want to be for now. Like, yeah. What keeps you at Stone Creek? I guess there's a couple things that keep me here, actually. For sure, it's the people that I work with, number one. Um, I love my team that I directly work with, but everyone else that I that's here is truly wonderful to work with. So I want to be here to continue to support them um, as Stone Creek grows. And I do have a genuine interest, too, in being a person who plays a pivotal role in the wholesale department as well. Hmm. What, you know, a big part of our company is the never stop learning mantra we say we are coffee geeks which we talked about earlier who never stop learning what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned during your time at stone creek i would say just like gut reaction biggest thing i learned is to roll with the punches Mm. partially it's the accounts that i have they have a lot of questions a lot of needs and so like every day there's something different that happens and so it's like you just kind of roll with it. Maybe you have your day planned a specific way and it totally takes a different route. I'm kind of one of those people that like plans out my day and I have my calendar very detailed and it doesn't go that way 95% of the time. Yeah. And we have wins and losses too in accounts, right? Yeah. We get new accounts and we lose accounts. Right. And that's definitely something that hits hard for me too. Mm. So that's a challenge. I take it personal. Yeah. Yeah. I take everything personal, but... I uh, I just enjoy my customers and the relationships that I make with them, and I always hope that it remains mutual. Mm. So when you know we have those losses, it can just take a toll. Yeah, it's a relational business, but then it's a business. <laughs> like that, yeah. that tandem, that tension can be tough because you know we try and view our partners that we buy from the same way is that it's a partner, it's a relationship. But then at sometimes we have to stop working with partners for the sake of the business, and it's. We just try and keep those things as try and keep those things in tension with as much health and like genuine authenticity as we can and honesty like the radical transparency like right. if we have to move on why and can we tell the person with honesty with proactivity so we can try and work for a better solution before it's just like hey bye <laughs> yeah it's tough tough to manage it when you're the one selling tough to manage it when you're the one buying life's a weird journey um, and many of us came to Stone Creek Coffee through just a you know, variety of work experiences, life experiences, um, and it's a hustle. It's a hustle full of learning and collaboration, um, really focused on care that keeps us together and keeps us pushing to try and create new and unique things for each other and for our customers. So stay tuned. We'll be releasing new episodes here over the coming months, again, talking with Uh, more Stone Creek Coffee employees and focusing on those strategic initiatives we have as a company and where we're headed. You can follow us uh, on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Stone Creek Coffee. You can come to any of our 13 uh, retail cafes. We've got 12 in the greater Milwaukee area, and then we've got one now in Chicago. You can also reach out to us through customers at StoneCreekCoffee.com by email uh, or podcast at StoneCreekCoffee.com if you got a question specifically for me or Eric or would like to address a, a specific topic on the podcast. Happy to do that. 
So stay tuned, check back in. Uh, next up, we're gonna be talking about B Corporation certification. Sounds a little technical, but it's really an awesome initiative and we can't wait to share more with you here in the future.